Fucking Jesus Christ. Alright. <clears throat> uh, so. Jacob. Well, I guess welcome to uh, Practical Nonsense <laughs> Podcast. Uh, this is episode uh, doubt five number. Um, Jacob, what have you played this week? Have you heard of an, a game called Effigy? Uh, I might have. Let me look up. Uh, look it up on Steam real quick. It is. I recently played uh, the demo for it off of uh, that PS1, haunted PS1 demo disc, whatever. Um, and it was really interesting. Because... This, uh, it looks really interesting. It was... So, it's uh, another uh, boomer-type shooter, but... It was really weird in that the level design seemed like really hectic and chaotic and like it the level it seemed like it was designed poorly and that at no point did I feel like I I was going in the right direction but somehow no matter what I did I always ended up getting funneled exactly where I needed to go and I don't understand how they pulled that off, but it's it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, that sounds pretty sick, to be honest. It's like no matter. It sounds like just real, really good level design. Oh, for sure. It just I didn't realize it until like halfway through, and I was like, "Wait a second. No matter how far off the beaten path I thought I've been going so far, I've always ended up going uh, towards progression. What's happening? But that is uh, that is a game that is in development. And like I said, the demo you can find on Game Jolt. And I don't know if... Uh, no, I don't think the demo is listed on the Steam page. I'm looking and I do not see it. Right, but it it, uh, it was it was it was super cool. <laughs> I would recommend. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, I I've been taking a look at a couple different games. Uh, there was a couple different sales on Fanatical, which is a like bundle website. Uh. For those uh, listeners not in the know, uh, and ended up getting just a bunch of uh, different cool games like uh, Rad Rogers or Super 3D Noah's Ark. <laughs> uh, but we, I, I also got this game called Unloved, uh, which me and Jacob took a look at the other night. Uh, and that game is really fucking interesting, uh, oh, yeah. for sure. It's, uh, w almost like an RPG kind of thing. Is that how you would describe it, Jacob? I would describe it, uh, like a fever dream. It is definitely like a fever dream. Uh, it's like, 
Like, if it wasn't yeah. in my Steam library, I wouldn't believe that it existed, but... Apparently it's uh, based off of a Doom 2 mod, uh, but it's... You, you, it's almost like a roguelike kind of deal, because you spawn in at a floor, and you're trying to uh, get as many uh, like photos and other stuff when you leave the floor to upgrade like your trinkets and unlock unlockables and stuff but you're just trying to make it out alive because at seemingly random like it's whenever the game feels like it just spawns <laughs> in a bunch of fucking enemies for you to deal with yeah and like... is it just me or did you feel like some of these were just like fuck it I'll just stick this guy in this game <laughs> like yeah, you have you have like Silent Hill nurses, and then you you have a guy that's just straight up a enemy from fucking Bloodborne, like he's holding a torch and a fucking gun, and he looks exactly like the fucking Bloodborne enemy. Like he has the like wide brim fucking hat and the long like dark fucking coat. Yeah, yeah, and you have a then you have a. a fuck off evil killer clown yeah you can't forget the clown and then uh fucking mancubus but without the rockets or whatever the it's, fuck uh, but it, it is interesting nonetheless for sure some shit that feels like they just uh made a 3D model of of, of something the fucking the one dude like the first real scary thing you encounter in Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion that yeah. leaves a slime on the floor yeah he's in there <laughs> for good measure yeah for good measure for yeah, sure it's, no it's like you start the game and you're like oh this is wonderfully easy and then it's like you'll You'll enter a room, and the game will be like, "Ah, you found my favorite monster closet." Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing that'll happen. <laughs> and then, and then you'll 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 kill everything in the room, and then it'll just happen again <laughs> and again. I I don't know about you though, but I I was having fun. At, at like when we first started, I was like, I don't know, but by the, like towards the middle and the end, I was like, this is pretty cool. Right. No, I was. Uh... I don't know. Dollar a dollar. I will say this: dollar twenty-four was a good price. How much is it normally? I think normally it's like five bucks, which isn't awful, but dollar twenty-four is the right price. Yeah. Yeah. The price of a. The price of a soft drink is a good, good price for that game. Which, um, when this episode comes out, you'll have uh, a whole day to snag Unloved for a dollar twenty-four. Because uh, oh. after that, it goes uh, back to being five dollars sometime on uh, Monday. Yeah, one, one, almost a full twenty-four hours. Unless I'm late with the episode, which is a possibility this week. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs>
What can I say? Time makes fools of us all. So, uh, as some listeners might have gathered, uh, Josh is not here again this week. Uh, uh, yeah. We just glossed over that. We glossed right over that. We sure did. <laughs> uh, it just hit me just now that we are just recording the podcast. <laughs> Like Welcome voice. to the Practical Nonsense Podcast. So we got you host me, Jacob, and then we got Danny. That's it. We just fucking uh, just Chinese government media just Josh right out of the podcast. <laughs> My name's Kim and this is Tim. We've never known anyone named Jim. <laughs> Just showed up like the Chinese government pointing at Josh, going, "That's that." Also, China, no Taiwan. <laughs> but yeah, Josh is uh, not not able to join us this week. He's sick. I guess I don't know. I th- yeah, we're pretty sure. He told me he wasn't uh, feeling well. Yeah. Said he wasn't feeling good. And then he made a Twitter post that said he wasn't feeling good, and then he said he wasn't going to be on today. So to uh, to be specific, here. the Twitter post said, "I feel fucking terrible." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I uh, feel real bad because I was I was looking forward to listening to Josh talk about Street Fighter. Which uh, I guess we can't let him forget. I won't let him forget. What kind of what kind of fuck ups would we be if we let him forget? You know, it'd be silly of us to do. Kind of wish we had just left the message there now. (laughs) (laughs) We should. We'll put it back. We'll put it back when we're done. (laughs) So, what do you have to bring to the table today, Danny? What do I have to bring to the table today? Uh, Not uh, a whole lot. I've been playing, I've also been playing more Modern Warfare. I'm getting close to the end of the fucking Battle Pass. Right. Um... Which I wasn't excited for. I was just like, not like super excited for. I was just like, by the time I finish this, I'll have a bunch of cool shit. Awesome. But I also noticed uh, that at the end, like the blueprint that you get for the AN94 gives you shadow tracer rounds, which uh, also have dismemberment effects. Yeah. So you get a you get a flashy gun for doing this this battle pass which I was like okay that's pretty cool like I'm, I'm literally like nine tiers away from getting all this stuff right plus plus getting uh, three different Rose skins is gonna be neat cause I wanted to play as her but I wasn't about to pay twenty fucking dollars for that so did you, for uh, just Rose right did you uh did you see where apparently the longer you play, like in a in a day, uh, to try and grind stuff out of the battle pass, 
the more hours you log in a single day, the less XP the game will give you towards the battle pass because they want you to keep playing tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I do know about that. Um, I, I think, not, well, not only that, every time we talk about Modern Warfare and me, uh, like, anytime I bring up the battle pass, we, we talk about how they do that. But that's, I mean, it's not fine, but it's fine for me because I usually play only, like, three to four hours, like, a day, usually, because I'll play, like, two um, before I go to work, and then probably, like, two hours when I get home, maybe three. Right. But by the time, like, my battle pass, like, is is truly affected, like, I've I've done my damage for the day, so it doesn't matter. Right. I don't know. I kind of... I kind of fell off. I haven't, I haven't played the, the new modern, the new modern warfare in a, in a minute. Uh, I, it's for me. It's just really fun just to hop on like shipment. Right. That's like mostly what I play is like shoot the ship, which is shoot house and shipment. I despise shoot house. I used to, but it's really grown on me. Like, wh- what is it that you don't like about Shoot House? Is it the middle lane? It's... It's that... It's, it's everything. That if you're not, yeah, it's everything. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. The middle lane is your best chance because of the way the spawning is set up. Because if you're on either end, then either you're going to get killed as soon as you spawn because someone's waiting for you to spawn or everyone, like, the enemy team's going to spawn on top of you. Because, like, the he, way... Yeah, I, I mean, the I way guess, previous, he... Well, the way previous Call of Duty's worked is you've, you've, you'd have your two sides of the map, but it would register because there were, like, different spawn sectors on either side, but it would register that if, like, I was, uh... on one side of the map regardless of that sector then it would be like, oh, well, if I spawn somebody here, which in re- relative to that player is practically right next to him, then that's kind of a dick move, which that did still happen sometimes, but it wasn't ever more than, like, one or, like, maybe two enemies. Whereas in this one, what is uh, right next to me, uh, is a, as a relative term, doesn't seem to matter anymore, because the whole fucking enemy team will show up and be like, hey, look at this fucking loser. Yeah, that happens... I mean, I feel like that happens to me more on fucking shipment than it does in shoot house, to, to be <laughs> completely fucking honest. Well, I but, mean, uh, I, I understand sh- your theory. Sh- shipment's a special case. <laughs> I, I understand, but I still I still feel like that's just a, so much worse of a, <laughs> of a thing on shipment than shoot house. I don't know. I'm no also problem. running around like a fucking madman on shoot house. Like, I have right. two classes for for Shoot House. One uh, is a Car 98K with, uh, I, like, just put a suppressor on it, but it had the sniper scope, and then, like, the strap and the grip that makes you, like, aim down sight faster. So I'm just quick scoping fools. 
and then I have a Renetti that is like built specifically for me to fucking quick draw and fire off like twelve rounds in a second. <laughs> I uh, I put an ACOG on on my car to be a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I mean, it, if it works. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It doesn't, but it does uh, specifically for me and no one else. But, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, if it works, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But no, the problem with with Shipman is you either get the opportunity to uh, get, like, 20 kills in a row back-to-back, or you get stuck in a loop of spawn, die. (laughs) Uh, yeah... So there's it, it depends on how f- like frustrated you fucking get though, because there there's a way to break the cycle quicker than most people realize. It's just sometimes people are not ready to jump back in. They get f- and it's it, it happens to me a lot too. Like I'll get frustrated and like throw my fucking hands up or whatever and be like, oh this is bullshit. And by the time I Bad thumbs back on the sticks, like, and I could move. I fucking died because I waited too long. Right. But, I mean, sometimes it's hard not to get fucking frustrated on shipment because, yeah, that shit can happen. You can't just get killed like six times in a fucking row. Oh, I, uh, I need to, I need to say, I guess, I guess I need to apologize. And say that I was technically wrong. Um, in the in the very first episode, when I uh, talked shit about everybody replying to the Nintendo Twitter over that fucking picture of Mario, because technically Super Mario Sunshine is back, <laughs> but there's not a new. What do you one. mean? I, I mean, refi- no, there's not a new one, but were were people thinking that there was going to be a sequel to Super Mario Sunshine? I don't even remember what we talked about in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing, because Nintendo released a picture of, of Mario at the beach, and everyone was lost their fucking minds. So wait, you talked shit because a sequel was not happening? No, I talked shit because they the people that follow the Nintendo Twitter... They do that every single time. I mean, yeah, no, undoubtedly, but I mean, there was a remaster in in the works and in the talks for a minute. <clears throat> uh, but no, it uh, we have uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars for a limited so, time for some reason. Yeah, the the limited time makes me. Uh, kind of really uh, gigantically fucking angry. Um, but as a title, like 3D All-Stars, that's really fucking hard to beat. Like, that is a sick title. That's a good throwback. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh... They, they... I, I want to... Okay, realistically, they probably put, like, 30 seconds worth of thought into that, but that's all they had to put into it. I mean, truly. Oh, I just uh, have you guys... I don't... I don't get the limited, limited time thing. I do, I don't either. It it makes zero fucking sense. I think they're gonna uh, like once the bundle is over, 
like. Oh, you think the bundle is limited time? I'm pretty sure the bundle is limited time. I've heard people talk about this, and it's fucking stupid. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that once once it's like gone, they're gonna sell the individual games. Which is scummy as shit, but it's Nintendo, it is, it so is. they can do it. I mean, uh, it is, but it's like, it's, because I would prefer a physical copy, but I have the strangest feeling that I won't be able to get my hands on one, but that's okay, because, you know, you can just download it. So it's not like, like, it would be different if it was like, oh, only for a limited time, and like, it, we were still in the days where like, only physical copies are available. Because Nintendo is Nintendo, and they're they're not somehow, some way, whether it's intentional or not, that's still up to debate. Science, top ten questions science still can't answer. They're just physically not going to fucking produce enough product for everybody. They just won't do it. So, then it would be a, a bigger issue, but since I can just, you know, hop on my Switch and fucking download it, that's, yeah. it's whatever. I'm still going to try and get a physical copy, though. I refuse to let physical copies die. (laughs) It's the only way I can be sure that I actually own my video games. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really do feel that, though. Like, every time, every time I make a new Steam purchase, I that little voice in the back of my head says, could be tomorrow, could be another five years, but one day it's all going to die and you're going to lose all this money. (laughs) We didn't know we were making memories. We were just having fun. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Gabe Newell in his office. Ha ha! Nothing bad ever happens to the Newell! And then he released Artifact. (laughs) No, I'm, uh, I'm excited to play Super Mario 64 again. And have it actually control um I'm I'm pretty sure they're just releasing I'm pretty sure it's just a ROM pack buddy <laughs> it'll say like it, it, it'll still control better uh, will it though? This, yeah, yes because the software wasn't the problem the hardware was right but okay so let me let me throw you this, right? I've I've played Mario sixty four on the Wii U. Yeah. It still it still plays like Mario sixty four. Like sometimes the camera is just gonna dog shit you. Yeah, but that's that's any game really. Right. I I understand. Look, I understand that, but this is Mario sixty four we're talking about, like. They were, don't get me wrong, like, Nintendo's, like, first go at, like, 3D worked out really fucking well, but there is still just, like, there are levels in that game where it's just, like, I would actually rather just fucking put my, uh, hand through a wall, like, 12 times than play this. Where's, uh, where's our Croc remaster, huh? Who even has the rights to Croc at this point? That is a great <laughs> fucking question. Is he technically public domain? <laughs> Who has the rights to Croc? 
Oh shit, dog. From uh, from pushsquare.com, Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. Former Argonaut Games CEO wants to remake Croc, Legend of the Gopos. Let's fucking go. <laughs> let's fucking go. Uh, let's see. If even the likes of Ty the Tasmanian Tiger can make a return in the year 2020, then sure, we wouldn't say no to a remake of Croc. The classic 3D platform which released on the PlayStation 1 is one of those titles that certain pockets of gamers have far too much nostalgia for. Then we suppose most titles from the bygone era resonated with someone. Let's see. Well, it's not a project in any kind of... <laughs> listen. Listen. Croc is very charming, okay? Man, I will not I will said, not say that it's... This that man it's... said, our game sucks, but people like it. <laughs> look. 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 Croc is very charming, and when you play it, it's it's immediately obvious that the developers understood where their shortcomings were because they're they programmed in like workarounds for those shortcomings. For example, the fucking having to try and control the character in 360 degrees without analog sticks at the time. Trying to position yourself on some of those platforms is a pain in the fucking ass. So they mapped the L1 and R1 buttons to make it to where Croc steps ever so slightly in either direction so you can better position yourself on a platform before making a jump. Yeah. Like, it's not the world's greatest 3D platformer, but it was made with love, and it's that's really neat considering how Nintendo fucked Argonaut in the ass anyways. Yeah, for real. That really, that really is such a fucking... Like, Nintendo is such a shit company, but they just get to get away with it because they're Nintendo. Yeah. Well, because the only reason Croc exists is because they went to Nintendo and they were like, hey, so we've been working on a little side project. Uh, it's a full 3D platformer uh, starring Yoshi. And I'm this, the rumor, the story goes that Shigeru Miyamoto liked it, but... Uh, all, all the other company heads were like, nah, we're not really feeling it. So they put the kibosh on it, and then shortly after, uh, they cut ties with Argonaut. So Argonaut was like, well, you know what? We've put this much work into it, and this seems like a good idea. So they changed the Yoshi character just enough to be not copyright infringing, and that's how he became Croc. And then what fuck, what was it, Ni 1996, yeah, E3 1996 or 1995, I think it was 1996, E3 1996, they showed up super excited to show off their, uh, the, the future of video games, the world's first 3D platformer, and they, uh, were walking around looking at the competition, and... They were like, oh, fuck, somebody else is developing a 3D platformer? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. But then they went over and saw that it was Bubsy 3D. And just when they thought they were in the clear, they went to the Nintendo panel. And what did they see? Super Mario 64. Their idea. That's, yeah, that's a real fucking bummer, dude.
More so the, for the Bubsy 3D people than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, what happened to Argonaut Games is bad and wrong, but, like, <laughs> to to be like, we're making the first 3D platformer, this is gonna change the fucking game, and then get beat out by literally every other fucking person, like, think, like, Crash Bandicoot, you have fucking Mario, you have Croc, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fucking, uh... Whoever the fuck, I don't even remember. The Bubsy 3D guys, they were like... That was just the sad reality of it. They they were they were technically first. They just were also last. If Sad, but if true. Bub, if Bubsy 3D had been the only 3D platformer to come out at that time, and like Super Mario 64 and Crash Bandicoot and whatever, we'll say it didn't come out for like another two years after how different do you think things would be how different do I think it would be yeah uh here's the thing is Bubsy 3D is incompetent like regardless right but maybe uh having not seen uh or maybe seen but like you know hearing like a later release date for these games right maybe the people working on Bubsy 3D would have taken the initiative to to make sure that it went into the oven for a little bit longer uh you know like finished up uh some of the some of the rough edges that is uh, I guess the one rough edge that is Bubsy 3D because uh, that game is rough. I don't know awesome. if you've ever actually played Bubsy 3D, but... I, uh, I have once. Uh, I think another possibility is that... Because Argonaut was, uh, I think, running on its own at that time. So I think they would have made Croc anyways. Nintendo is Nintendo, so they would have moved ahead with Super Mario 64 either way. But... If Bubsy 3D had come out and been the first and only 3D platformer at the time, and like Crash Bandicoot was like still, let's say it was still in like early development, there's a better than average chance that because Bubsy 3D is uh, is Bubsy 3D, that people would have been like soured to the idea of 3D platformers. Bubsy 3D wouldn't have done well. And Sony might have looked at that and been like, ah, oh, people hate 3D platformers. Cut that. What are you doing? Cut that. Naughty Dog, cut it. Yeah, that's true, too. Which is a, another uh, sad reality that are, uh, that things that get funded is based entirely on on what's trending. Yeah. And what's, what's trending is uh, not always good. Which is, again, yet again, why I think everybody should go out right now and buy Crayola Scoot <laughs> just to fuck with some heads. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's got an 8 out of 10 on Steam. 
It's got a 74% on Metacritic. It's got a 4 out of 5 on Kickstarter. <coughs> Apparently, you should just buy Crayola Scoot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, from what I understand, Crayola Scoot is not a bad game. It's just like... <laughs> it's fucking Crayola Scoot. <laughs> oh, I, I see it. <laughs> hey, it's... Look, it doesn't matter what console platform you got, you can get it. Available on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Steam, and Xbox One. I'm serious. Go buy Crayola Scoot. <laughs> Fuck with the system. And while you're doing that, also... Hold on. Become a Scooter Legend. Become a Scooter Legend, but also... Purchase Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. It's uh, it's actually really fucking good. I got the uh, opportunity to, to play. Yeah. And uh, it feels the same in all of the right ways. Like it, it feels a little bit nicer to control. Um. But like all the buttons, are the same as they were, uh, on, like PlayStation. Like it translates to to Xbox just fine bottom button uh, where A is that's ollie and speed uh, right. B which is where circle would be uh, or you know B button whatever those are your grabs X button fucking flip tricks and then Y is grind I don't know Every, everything <clears throat> just feels really fucking just good and f- like smooth it's it's nothing like Pro Skater 5, and it's so hard to uh, to, to I, I guess, uh, understate, I think is the word I'm looking for here, like, how bad that game was. Like, that game was fucking abhorrent. So, so I haven't looked into this yet, but is, like, did Activision re-buy the rights? I, I don't the, know because the reason they made the game. <clears throat> well, it's a, it's Activision again. It's Activision again. But the reason Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five was so to... was so fucky got... and rushed out. The reason that like on the disc, the only thing that's actually on the disc is the tutorial, and then the rest of the game was a download. Oh, patch. I know why. It was their last year that they had the rights to the Tony Hawk franchise. Yeah, no, it's because if they would have put it all on the disc, they would have lost the rights before the game was finished. That's how close it was. Right. That's why the rest of the game was a air quotes patch. Is because if they would have waited until it was completely finished, they wouldn't have had time to actually make all of the discs before they no longer had the rights, so they wouldn't have been able to actually sell it. But I mean seriously though, that like Pro Skater Five is was a fucking nightmare. And to see this absolute fucking return to form uh, is insane. And all, all of the classic tracks are there, which I'm impressed that they got the licensing rights for that. <laughs> you know, uh, if I had to guess, it was probably, like, Tony Hawk probably just walked up and asked, and they were like, yeah, man. We're getting the band back together. That's another thing, right? Why is of... Tony Hawk so fucking cool? 
<laughs> Why is Tony Hawk so fucking cool? <laughs> He's so fucking cool. Cause he I want to be a, that cool when I grow up. He can he can do a nine hundred, man. That's why he's that's why he's so fucking cool. He can skate and then drink milk like I saw him do the other day. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the the warehouse stunt trailer for the Pro Skater remaster? Uh, no, I have not seen that, actually. <clears throat> they <clears throat> recreated the first level from the first Pro Skater in real life, and then Tony Hawk fucking shredded it. <laughs> oh, that's sick. If you skate it, tricks will come. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk said that one time. <laughs> he's, he's right. Who am I to doubt, Mr. Bird? But yeah, um, I don't know if you know, I mean, I, I assume you do, but all of the same boyos are in it, but they're all digitally scanned in from how they are now. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Wait, so does that mean Bam Margera's fat? You mean Chad Muska? The answer is... Yeah. <laughs> Was Ben Margera in the first one or the second one? No, he was uh, he was too young. I'm pretty sure. That's ridiculous. I want Ben Margera looking like his dad skating around. I mean, uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's uh, I think it's Tony Hawk Underground Pro. There's like a online like PC version that might exist somewhere on there. <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, yeah, you got all the, all the old grandpas skating, and, uh, Tony Hawk's, uh, kid, and some, uh, some new, new bloods, uh, in the hip, the hip and fresh skating, skating world. It's, it's good. And uh, they they've also thrown in some uh, new tracks to the game, but it all fits the uh, general uh, '90s skating hip hop vibe. Yeah. No, it's fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was the fucking coolest. It's uh, I was real scared for this game to happen. Man, because before Pro Skater 5, they also remastered the first fucking Tony Hawk game, and it. Something about it was just off. Like, I played the shit out of it because I'm like, eh, this is Tony Hawk 1. But something about just how the game, like, felt and played, like, it just didn't feel right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Tony Hawk's Underground is still the best. Uh, yeah. I like both of uh, the Underground games, but those... The, the the first one was so fucking sick. Being able to uh, get off of your board, which is so fucking useful, because you... <laughs> sometimes, like, if you're trying to do, like, one trick specifically, like, skating by it, like, hoping you can line it up as you're as you're skating can be really fucking tough so being able to get off your board and line something up real quick is a f real fucking 
nice thing to be able to do. <laughs> right. I don't know why that's exclusive to Underground, but... <laughs> oh, I th you know what? I think it was also in Tony Hawk... Uh, Tony Hawk 8, or whatever that was. Project 8. I don't know. I, don't know, I, just, yeah. <clears throat> I just saw that Tony Hawk's Underground was like, somebody sat down and was like, hey, yo, what if, uh, what if Tony Hawk's Pro Skater had a story? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it, I would only, like, run out and buy it right now if you're, like, a big old Tony Hawk fan. Like, if you're like me, and you, when you... <laughs> When you hear, like, the rolling of skate wheels and uh, Superman by Goldfinger and your brain just, like, immediately floods with serotonin, uh, yeah, probably probably uh, run out and uh, purchase, purchase Tony Hack. But uh, if you, you know, if it's not, like, a necessity for you right now, like, if you're not the biggest Tony Hawk fan, definitely wait on it. But it is a quality uh, game, quality remaster. Right. <clears throat> so in other in other news, did you see that? Uh, which it's a real shame that Josh isn't here for this one. But did you see that? Uh, they're making a Shenmue anime. Really? How I ooh, from whoa, from <laughs> from uh. The Verge. AT&T's Crunchyroll has announced that Shenmue is getting its own anime series. According to Deadline, it'll air on Adult Swim's Toonami in the United States, not just on Crunchyroll <laughs> itself, and will follow game protagonist Ryo Hazuki in his quest to become a martial artist and avenge his father's murder. Other than that rough outline, and the fact that Crunchyroll has ordered 13 episodes, we don't have much more to share. Shenmue creator Yu Suzuki will have an executive producer credit, and it'll be directed by Chikara Sakurai. Well, I can't. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm trying to find something here because I've got a gigantic fucking question. It's uh. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really don't know. I don't know how they're gonna make a whole anime episode about driving a forklift around. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Or, like, I, looking for sailors. Yeah, like, I just, I don't... Fuck it, I'm not waiting for Snipping Tool to... Ignore the, the meme font and border around this image, but, like... Inside the the do you know a place nearby where I can participate in a street fight? Like, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that scene well, to be here's a, animated. Here's here's here. I present to you Shenmue the animation. You know what? It, this might be the best news that. I've heard all day. This could actually work out really well. Like, I'm picturing it in my head right now, and this... Guys! 
Guys, Shenmue's good finally. <laughs> Shenmue's good finally. Uh, I uh, the one person who listens to this is writing an angry comment. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, look, look. We'll give Shenmue one credit where it's due. By today's standards, it is objectively a bad game. But it did have a lot of innovation behind it. And I would argue that the existence of the first Shenmue and its open world kind of go anywhere, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, uh, gameplay, sandbox, and mechanics would later down the road lead to the... Unless I've got my timelines all fucked up, fucked up. Yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to say. Fucked up. Uh, would later down the road lead to so, fantastic series such as Yakuza, but it would also lead us into the dark pits of quick time events. How so? With Dreamcast games and older games getting remastered, how long do you think we have to wait? Until they remaster C Man. <laughs> well, you ever actually played C Man? No, because I'm not a psychopath. But it's it's near. <laughs> you <all> right? <laughs> you okay there? No, I'm not. Uh, I've played C-Man. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, narrated by Leonard Nimoy, and it's a gigantic fucking waste of time. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 its own interesting thing. It, I really miss that about games. You get you you got weird shit like C-Man and different experiences on like the Dreamcast and PS One. I'm glad that you have like creators trying to kind of emulate emulate that with like PS1 styled games that you often see on like Game Jolt and stuff like that. Right. Look, all I'm saying is where is Okay, never mind. The upload failed. Okay, no. Fine. The upload failed. Fuck off. It's fine. <laughs> Goddamn. Where's my Gex remaster? (laughs) Where's my goddamn Gex remaster, Bruce? (laughs) Basically. Did you ever play Gex? Uh, I played a little bit of Gex, uh, like, specifically at your house and then nowhere else. I'm glad that the internet uh, became the internet, otherwise I might have worried that it was a fever dream, because as far as I know, I'm the only one that ever owned Gex. <laughs> no, Gex, Gex was a thing. It's not a joke, by the way. I want... I want this. I want a Gex remaster. Um, yeah, hopefully that happens. Uh, there's no fucking telling whether it'll actually happen or not, but hopefully that happens. I mean, we fucking, we got medieval, and it, sky's the limit. That's true. And, uh, as of 
Let's see here. Yeah, as of uh, well now technically yesterday, but uh, basically as of today, we got the Scott Pilgrim game back because uh, it was stuck in licensing hell, uh, and then it was just like removed from the market because it was stuck in licensing hell. Uh, but it's back sometime uh, later this year. Uh, I, I think that'll be uh, real fun for for people who might not have uh, you know, gotten you to know play why, it. You know why I'm not giving out I'm not going to give up on a Gex remaster? Why is that? Two reasons. Two reasons. Reason numero uno, because fucking Bubsy came back. Alright. <laughs> he was literally brought back. Like, if enough people memed Gex, like... Reason... Well, reason numero dos is because Gex was made by IDOS, and they were bought by Square Enix. So Square Enix technically owns the rights to Gex. And Square Enix is typically, you know, if... Uh, somebody walks up and says, "Hey, Square can we Enix. make? Can we remake this?" Square Enix goes, "What? We have? Yeah, sure. I didn't know we had it. I was using it as a coffee coaster." <laughs> Square Enix, I'm pretty sure, owns like they also own Crystal Dynamics because I'm pretty sure Crystal Dynamics just made it Avengers, didn't they? It was like Crystal uh, somebody. Technically, I guess Square Enix also owns the rights to Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's uh, not. Technically, like they do. Also, I went on uh, GameFAQs to 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 f f learn trying to find who had the rights to Gex. I mean, if enough um, people just meme Gex enough to Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix, like it could probably happen. Well, I I probably, uh, but I need to make a quick aside. I have to talk about this because this is fucking incredible. So I went to GameFAQs. <laughs> Try to figure out who had the rights to Gex because it was just like the first link I clicked, and the question was posed by a uh, uh, user going by the name of the Big Deek, that is the underscore Big underscore D E E K, and he asked, you know, who owns the rights to Gex? When will it be remastered? Now that Crash has been finished, who owns the Gex IP? Blah blah blah, and then under that, his little fucking uh, sign off or whatever. Says and I quote: <laughs> "My uncle is an attorney. I will, I will sue you if you infringe on my rights. It's called the freedom of speech in the First Amendment." Okay, goddamn shit! <laughs> <laughs> fuck. What the fuck is that about? It's just your own goddamn game, game facts. facts. <laughs> just trying to look up how to beat fucking Silent Hill: Homecoming because I don't actually want to play this game. Fuck. Just fucking game facts, dude. Settle down. I'm trying to look at this fucking Gears of War 2 walkthrough because this boss is really hard. What are you yelling about, dude? <laughs> He's God, gonna damn. stick his fucking uncle on you. <laughs> because his uncle doesn't have anything better to do than take random game facts users to court. Sir, uncle, I need you to sue this man. He called me a retard in the forum. <laughs> oh, man. I love shit like that. It's always super surreal. 
Fuck, dude. I'm gonna fucking sue the shit out of you because you said the silver key was in this room, and when it is, it is in fact in another room. This is this is this is a false walkthrough and therefore false advertising. Prepare to be sued. See, you know what this is? This is liable. <laughs> <laughs> Ten million dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's fucking wild. I love yes. fucking old internet shit like that. What's that thread dated as? This uh this particular thread's not it's not that old. It's like uh, really? from three yeah, it's from three years ago. But the thing is, the thing is, it doesn't matter how old a forum thread is, forums are like, like, the way forums themselves work is, like, time-locked. Right. It's like, no matter how the internet changes, forums and the people that use them stay the same. Yeah. happening for him remember that guy what remember remember what's happening for him no I remember good old Ray William Johnson oh yeah no I I do now but now I legitimately you didn't know his... man what a fucking what a fucking bummer he put all his chips down that uh you know YouTube YouTube was going to be basically the next fucking cable TV channel. The next TMZ or whatever. So he made a TMZ-esque show. And then everybody was like, that's great and all, but uh, video games are a lot more interesting. I think I'm just going to watch this Jagoff play them for a while. <laughs> poor, yeah, poor Ray William Johnson. No, fuck that guy. But <laughs> How unfortunate that his career of stealing other people's content and inventing the commentary genre which back in the day was was just okay so back in like 2015 2014 you know how people just the reaction reaction channels oh fuck like, the fine brothers like real fucking bad but not just the fine brothers there's just people that were literally just like eating chips and just hanging out with their fucking jaw just slack open watching a trailer providing no interesting thought like it's just video of them watching something and then occasionally them going wow wow that's crazy wow <laughs> <clears throat> like that's where that shit technically originates from I will give Ray points for having an actual personality uh, and being able to actually comment on the, the shit that he was just taking from other people's channels but at the same time like he was just hosting Tosh.0 or like WebSoup but on YouTube itself
Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. It's like the last, so. And I'm doing some research. I don't care. So, let's see. July 21st, 2018. He uploaded something. I don't know what the fuck that's about. And then dropped off the map for two years until Christmas of 2019. Uh, he uploaded another video. But now, the last upload on Ray William Johnson's channel was six months ago. And it's called, uh, um, what the fuck is this called? Oh, 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 okay, it's called Superhuman, but the user V's because he's a fucking idiot. Alright, yeah, How to Live a Happier Life, Superhuman, episode 10, and that was six months ago, and also his... YouTube channel is fucking hilarious because it has no profile picture and that it doesn't actually have channel art. It's just it's just the backdrop of a city. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Um shit. Do I have any other topics? is the question on everybody's mind. Man. Uh, well, see, that was... His, his, I mean, for a while, he was the king of YouTube. It was the first channel ever to reach 5 million subscribers. Uh, no, true that. Like, Ray, Ray William Johnson is not a complete hack fraud like some people will claim him to be. Um, he, he did a couple things right, for sure. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I think, I, I don't know, is, is Ray still doing anything? Not really. Like I said, the last, uh, upload was like six months ago. Right, 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 really right. Been... But just cause he's not on, just cause he's not on YouTube anymore doesn't mean he's not, he might've tried to do. I don't think. He's, he hasn't like been in or done anything that I know of since 2016. That's fine. <clears throat> but Excuse e me, let's e find e out here. Equals three ran from 2009 to 2014. Uh, looks like he's mostly a producer. He hasn't done anything this year, though. Right. He's a. Uh... I mean, as far as his fucking YouTube channel, what what happened, without going into any, like, real deep conversation, but what happened was PewDiePie happened. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. He, I guess he's also... That's what happened to all of old YouTube. PewDiePie happened. Yeah, I, I think he, he just hangs out. Because, like, well, scripted comedy channels and uh, reaction stuff was, like, that's what fucking rode high 
back in the day until fucking Let's Plays happened. Yeah. Which which is a shame uh, that you have less people trying to do sketch comedy. Who's um, granted, yeah, not all of it's going to be good, but then you then you lose stuff like Balloon Shop. Who... Well, the problem is, is even if it's even if it's even if it's great, it won't ever get it won't get attention. The YouTube's algorithm won't promote it. It just won't happen. Uh, man, I know there's there's so many factors about it. It's it's all unfortunate. But hold on. Like the problem, the problem Please, with YouTube. Anybody, anybody watching this who's even slightly interested in sketch comedy, even if it's only for like your friends or maybe your friends friends whatever please watch just look up balloon shop on youtube this is some of the funniest sketch comedy uh from back in the day and, and some of it not all of it's going to age well but there are some really fucking solid skits in here like hot pepper hot pepper is a fucking classic uh i'm quite peeved is is pretty good uh, and what's what's uh, my other go-to? I think it's called the the last Coke. Yeah, my my last Coke. Those three videos right there will forever remain funny, in my opinion. Right. It's well. I don't know. YouTube is a weird beast, and it's only ever gonna get weirder. But the thing about YouTube is that you can start whatever channel you want. You can do whatever you want. You can be like fucking take ordinary sausage for example. His his uh, rising popularity is a bit of an outlier, but most of the reason that it is becoming super popular is because that is the most interesting and different thing that has shown up on that platform in so many years I don't even know how fucking long right but the thing is like you can you can make a channel like that just hey let's see what the fuck we can make a sausage out of but the pro but YouTube very rarely will it doesn't matter how good the video is it doesn't matter how talented you are unless you play to the algorithm Making what you want, unless what you want happens to coincide with something that is insanely popular at the moment, is very rarely rewarded. And that is a fucking bummer. <clears throat> but the other problem is that the only reason that YouTube is still around is because Google bought it. And, like, because Google runs YouTube at a net loss. And they have done so ever since they bought it. And that's why, that's one of the major reasons that another platform has not showed up to overtake YouTube. Right. Because, like, don't get me wrong. It's a noble idea, like, a video sharing platform that's, like, creator first... But anytime somebody gets one off the ground, that's when they realize, holy shit, they've been losing this much money on running YouTube? It's mm -hmm. just, 
You can't. There is almost no viable way to make enough from ad revenue to keep the site running and also fairly pay out that revenue to the creators. Can't be done. Uh, but it doesn't matter to Google because they have more money than I'm pretty sure exists in the world. What? <laughs> so let me give you the 411 a little bit because I, I read this uh, article. I was scrolling through just looking for, for something. <laughs> I read this article and I was just so fucking bewildered. So apparently, you play as a nurse. It's it's I think it's like an infinite runner type deal. So what what is the article called? Uh, it's called German TV bosses blasted for creating shoot 'em up video game where players kill coronavirus infected kids. Which yeah, leave it to the, the media. Sun.co.uk. Leave it to the media to make something sound real fucking bad um where it's it's like an infinite runner type game where you collect like masks uh that work like super mario mushrooms um a quote from the article you know don't don't fucking at me <coughs> um the the enemies are infected, non-masked people, uh, partygoers, joggers, conspiracy theorists, and small kids. And she must keep a 1.5 meter distance from the contagious groups and collect soap bars so she may wash her hands. Um, you get points for nabbing toilet paper, and you also get points, uh, I assume, for killing all of the enemies, but here it's a, it's singling out getting points for hopping on children. I, I'm looking I mean, at screenshots. This looks like a like a Super Mario type deal. Like it looks like she's just hopping on people's like heads. Yeah. I, I see I see no mention of gun. I see no mention of any kind of bullet. So calling it a shoot 'em up is beyond fucked up, at least from what I'm seeing. Like, there's hey, nothing man. that even resembles a gun. Quote, quote Michael Jordan, fuck them kids. I guess so. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't actually say that for legal reasons. I think I have to, I have to stipulate <laughs> you that. Have to, yeah. <laughs> if only for legal reasons, fuck. His uncle's a lawyer. Attorney, sorry. Is he the one from Game... Is Michael Jordan on Game Facts? Yeah, he's the big deke. <laughs> uh, Alright, we better knock it off now before Michael, <laughs> Michael Jordan's fucking attorney uncle comes and sues the shit out of us, so... Uh, he, he, seems, he seems like... He seems like the kind of guy that might do that, just out of boredom. <laughs> just suit random people. <laughs> <laughs> <You>. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he just serves like random fucking people. <laughs> people like, never instead of met. leaving a tip on his check, like at a diner, he just <laughs> get, he just hands him a fucking summons. <laughs> oh yeah, you've been served. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine could you imagine if you were at work and somebody just came to pick up this fucking pizza and as he's picking up the pizza he's like oh thank you by the way here you go he just hands you a fucking court summons man I just I just like slow like hand shaking like slowly look up and be like I knew this day would come <laughs> I'd probably lose my mind uh, to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> nah for real though what the fuck is this who's Tedford Dinkleton <laughs> is that what you sign all your legal documents as I should start doing that. <laughs> Make that my like my my signature, Tedford Dinkleton. I think you uh, <laughs> at that point you should just change your name, bud. <laughs> well, see that's it. the that's that's the fun thing about uh, signatures is they don't have to be your name. It just has <coughs> to be yours. As long as. Like, if you sign all of your documents and paychecks and whatever by uh, drawing a little picture of a tap-dancing stegosaurus, that's that's legally binding. That's kosher. But as long as you do that every single time. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, stegosauruses, I mean. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other night at work, somebody left an instruction to draw a dinosaur on the box and uh, I feel like I feel like we went above and beyond that particular uh, call of duty uh, because we all drew a dinosaur <laughs> on all of the boxes and eventually that picture will upload and you will be able to see those dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> What's the what's the wackiest instruction you think you've seen so far? Uh, man, to be honest, like none. Like, or like the stupidest. No, like seriously, we've gotten like none. Like, <laughs> nothing. I think probably the dumbest one I've I've seen so far is there was an instruction for the driver that said. Uh, when when they get there, hand them the pizza and then look at them and say, "We live in a society." <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the stupidest one I've seen so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's we we've had like no like stupid delivery instructions. If we have, I certainly haven't seen them. Um, it's mostly just all contactless stuff. Right. Like, that's the most... Hey, 
while while we're on the subject, guys, listen. It a anywhere, anywhere at all, Wendy's, Taco Bell, your local Mexican restaurant doesn't matter. Don't order thirty minutes before close. Please don't. <laughs> you sack of fuck. Uh, for legal reasons, I will not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the clock. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't... Like, I don't personally care that you have just now realized you've forgotten to eat that day. It's now your problem. And yours alone. Make a fucking sandwich. Oh, there it is. There's the dinosaurs. Here's... Here's the thing, right? Is... If you're gonna order before close, make it very simple. Yeah, Do not order, order five minutes to close with, like, four large pizzas and two of them are specialty and the other two have very specific instructions, and then also another, like, six sides of all very varying degrees of bullshit. Just, like, don't, don't do that. But if you're going to come through and you're like, dude, I know it's late, I know you guys are about to close, but can you throw some sauce and some cheese and some pepperoni on a piece of bread for me? And throw that through the oven, and I swear to God, I'll come pick it up. It, it that's that's fucking fine. That is fucking fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when you're trying to close before you can actually close, it's it sucks. But like that guy, totally respect that guy. The people who are like, yeah, let me get a motherfucking uh, the whole restaurant two seconds before it <laughs> becomes one o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Fuck out of here, B. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, man. And look, look. If the front door is locked, then you need to search for other avenues of either picking up your order or placing your order. Because coming inside has been cut off. That is not an option. Neither is jiggling the door like you're fucking Eric Andre. <laughs> and what is especially not an option is pulling on the door, looking at the hours, pulling on the door again, looking at the sign that says that the lobby hours have changed, looking at your watch, then looking at me and putting your hands in the air like something's the wrong. Like, bro, it... You... You're wearing a fucking university t-shirt. You're telling me you can't fucking read? <laughs> you know he can't. Now, raising your voice at him. This man has been drinking nothing but four locos and Red Bull. Which is basically the same drink. <laughs> he, he's the most dangerous apex predator in the city right now. That's not accounting for Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Shout out to Jacob's coworker Parker, who I've never met. <laughs> yeah. I hear he's, he's dangerous. Cool guy. He's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> uh, no, the, that, that particular store would not be... It'd be like... <laughs> removing Parker would be like removing the oven. <laughs> it just won't work. I No, I understand, bro. I get it. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no for real though like real talk like businesses every single fucking business everywhere has posted hours most of which can also be found online through your personal pocket sized library of Alexandria <laughs> truly that's Just fucking that's my thing right is there's a no fucking excuse. You can't even maintain... Oh, it's it's ignorance. I didn't know you guys were closing. Bullshit. Because you wouldn't have just <laughs> spent... Potentially spent $50 on a place that was about to shut down. Like, and you might potentially not get your fucking food. Like, you knew exactly what you were doing when you placed an order five minutes till we turned off the fucking lights. Like... <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, it's and it's the, like, just as you were, you were saying, like the accessibility of that information is so vast nowadays. Like, there's no fucking excuse. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no reason to be trying to force the fucking doors open when it's very clearly locked for a reason. See, and that's just specifically with his, right? Like, mine, we don't have reduced lobby hours or anything like that, so our lobby is open up until, like, we actually fucking close. So, at least for the most part, like, people who are in there, like, are picking up stuff, or if we have somebody who... Uh, it, if you walk into a pizza place 20 minutes before it closes and you place a carryout order uh please teach me your ways uh cause I couldn't imagine being that fucking brave <laughs> but you know shit, shit like that like and like I said as long as their order isn't like stupid complicated like I really don't mind people who do that it's the the other, another fucking pet peeve for all you people out there that have apparently never ever worked a single service job in your entire fucking life is stop assuming that if there has been a mistake or if like, for example, the doors are locked because, you know, the lobby closes at a certain time, stop automatically assuming that everybody in the store that all the employees are are just fucking with you nobody is fucking with you nobody is in there like looking at your fucking sandwich or whatever like your fucking mcdouble and being like ah, i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna rub my balls on this nobody's doing that nobody's fucking with your food just out of like for no good reason no one if does that that, that doesn't that guy, happen if that guy does exist like if he's out there somewhere he's fucking unemployed because he tried that shit one time <laughs> yeah like we're, th 
no one is out to get you. What the fuck would anybody stand to gain from fucking, just fucking with you? Like, when you call and you're like, oh, hey, can I get pickles on that? And I'm like, we don't have pickles. Like, don't, stop automatically assuming I'm just fucking lying to you. Oh, did you have somebody assume that uh, you were lying because you also said that we we do not carry pickles for the cheeseburger pizza? And I knew this was going to fucking happen. I fucking <laughs> knew this was going to happen because this happened to me at fucking Toppers when we got rid of the cheeseburger pizza. <laughs> yeah, like, there is... It is super duper unlikely. Like, nine out of ten times, this is not going to be the case. If somebody... If you are asking for something and they are telling you, no, we can't do that, they're, it's, they're not... They're not fucking with you. I don't know how else to say it. No one is, like... I don't know. <laughs> no, man, I... I hear ya. It's rough. I can fucking remember when I still worked at Hardee's, like, all the time. Like, it would be... Like, all the lights would be off. Everything would be off. The lights for the fucking, like, menu at the drive-thru would be shut off. Everything is obviously off. Like, we're closed. Somebody would inevitably pull around to the drive-thru and just sit there. And it would just beep and beep. And they'd keep saying, hello, 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 are you open? And I'd be like, dude, it's been ten fucking minutes and you haven't gotten a response. No! <laughs> oh my god. And they'll drive around and fucking knock on the goddamn drive through window. Right. Just so they can ask me directly if I'm open and I'll be like, no. <laughs> we closed an hour ago. It's two in the morning. Go home. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. Truly, I swear to God, I swear to, to to God, this is a real thing that happened to me one time when I was working at Toppers. Um, the front of the store, right? Like, there's plenty of amenities for the customer when the store is open for our lobby to just be a cool, cool hangout place. Maybe sit down and and take a look at the order or, or the menu to get their order ready, right? Yeah. If they haven't uh, already placed it. We had these three college dudes walk in from, I'm assuming, St. Thomas, because it's pretty close to us. Uh, and they were just fried. But, like, the, the lobby lights were off, the TVs off, the fucking menu lights off. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fucking menu counter lights so the lights that were are above the menus that light up like everything else that's not the menu also off. The only lights that were on that the public could see were the kitchen lights. <laughs> and I was in the back like doing something but uh, everyone else was like cleaning up, right? And then I come out from like the walk-in or whatever the fuck I was doing and I take like I turn to the right and take one step and I just see three dudes in our lobby like ten minutes past close and I just look around the kitchen I'm like hey uh, does anyone want to get these people uh, uh, out of the fucking lobby 
<laughs> like, guys, <laughs> who did not lock the door? <laughs> right. You know how fucking how much of a security hazard that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like if if you're unsure. Hey, is this place still open? Or hey, is their lobby open right now? A again, pocket library of Alexandria. B, just get out, walk up, and look at the hours. Look at the posted signage. Oh, and let me let me say There's, this for you. I just, guarantee just you, they're gonna have whoever's because, in that fucking store working there is gonna have way like they're not gonna make fun of you. They're gonna make fun of you if you just pull on the door. No, if you go and look at the fucking hours and then go, oh, all right, and then just get back in your car, they're gonna be like, finally. They're gonna be like, yeah, that guy, that was a cool guy. Um. Just because it's like 10 minutes after close and uh, you still see employees in the building, uh, we're cleaning. We are taking apart the line. We are cleaning that shit so that there's not a bunch of dust and old toppings that get dropped. Like, the, the restaurant has to get cleaned, okay? Do not demand service past restaurant hours uh that's also a good tip uh for for anyone who might be a customer uh service nightmare it yeah, is uh it, it see i think that my place closes early for like a pizza place like don't get me wrong i'll still take it whenever i have to close sweet merciful jesus um but like it is 1 to 2 a.m., depending on where you are, when we, like, actually close. Um, at that point, like Jacob said, figure it the fuck out. Make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Go to... If if 24-hour uh, Walmarts exist uh, near you, go to, go to one of them. Or, like, a Meijer or something. There are fucking like there are, there are people out there that don't view like f- like fast food employees or like convenience store clerks fucking the employees at Dollar General or whatever just service industry employees there are people out there that legitimately don't view them as people for real that's, I, I deal with that uh, at least, uh, if not every day, then every other day. Like, I'll get somebody calling in, and for the duration of that 5 to sometimes 10, sometimes 20-minute phone call, uh, I am not a person. I am just somebody uh, to yell at because somebody spent a, a little bit too much on drinky-drinky, and... Uh, can't understand why f- like three large pizzas uh, four different bread sides and a thing of wings comes out to uh, a fuck ton of money and I can't <laughs> yeah. just I can't just give them discounts we're, we're yeah. uh, in fact not allowed to just hand out 
discounts. I, I can... If, if you, you can ask about specials beforehand, but if we're in the middle of trying to, uh, like, figure out the bill and you try to get as many specials as you can, um, that is not how it works, compadre. Right. Yeah, just don't... Don't be an asshole. Alright? I think that's... That's... That's the takeaway. That, that is the takeaway. <laughs> uh, Truly, childhood is when you identify with Spongebob, and adulthood is when you realize that Squidward makes more sense. Yeah. So do you have uh, anything else? Um, I feel like we went off on a fucking tangent there for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, for for sure a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, I think this has been enough of a train wreck for this week. I oh, am yeah, for sure. <laughs> like when Josh was like, oh, "Hey, I'm I'm not feeling well." I was like, "Don't worry, me and Danny got it." And I was like, "Me and Danny don't got it." <laughs> when you said that, the thing that was going through my head is uh, it's, it's it's funny that you should mention SpongeBob because the the thing that was going through my head. <laughs> Was when SpongeBob's fucking brain like explodes or like breaks, and all of the spun- tiny SpongeBob's inside of his head oh, like start throwing they, away everything into the fire. They, <laughs> yeah, when they get rid of everything that isn't about fine dining or breathing, they throw yeah. out his name. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, we did it, Jacob. We saved the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. (laughs) We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. (laughs) It's literally fucking burning down around them. (laughs) Uh, Is that, uh, we, are we clear then? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's, uh... Have a week, everybody. Yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Check us out on YouTube at Practical Nonsense to see everything that is posted in the Discord chat. Or you can find links to anything that uh, we may have talked about. Check that shit out for yourself. Since we obviously don't have time to read full-ass articles here. On uh, on the show. Plus, I'm not exactly sure of the legality of that of just reading out an article. <laughs> but uh, find us on Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, so pretty much everywhere that you can get your podcasts. Google and Apple are still being uh, uh, hmm. I was gonna say something, but I was like, well. Do I want to be on there or not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see I'll see everybody next week. So, where hopefully Josh will uh make his triumphant second return. The the second coming of Josh. Uh part 2 Electric Boogaloo, look forward to it. <laughs>